My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, a podcast where I, your host, try to give you some tips on how you can explain all this weird, wild, crazy conspiracy stuff to the people you love most, because that's what I've been trying to do for the past 10 years with no success. I've been telling everybody that our government is shady, but every time I do, my family thinks I'm crazy. have become like fish swimming in a soup of electromagnetic radioactive waves pulsing and permeating our urban and suburban environments. Will we adapt and evolve or will we fry the meat off our bones? I'd venture to say we can overcome any obstacle and today's guest makes light work of that with his company EMF Rocks. The great Justin Franson joins me, Mystic Mark, to discuss how we can protect ourselves from harmful electromagnetic frequencies and maintain a healthy mind, body, and soul. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy this episode of the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast with Justin Franson. And then they're getting more surveillance marketing so they make more money because they can sell more products. It's, it's a marketing deal. It's a money maker. No one cares about our health except for guys like you and me that are out there going, hey, you guys got to look at this stuff. We want you to sleep and we want you to heal and we want you to perform at your best and we want you to procreate. I mean, that's, that, that is the most joy you can have is seeing a child born. Like it's insane. So anyone who hasn't done it, <laughs> you're going to be the happiest person on the planet when you can be a part of that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. And with me today for his first time is the great Justin Franson from athleticism.com and emfrocks.com. He is also the author of a book by the same name, Athleticism, in all capital letters, and another book called Grounded by Nature. It's a pleasure to have him here on the show. As I was telling him before we got started, I've experienced with the products that he helps people defend themselves through the use of various different techniques and I'm excited to have you here because I want to really break down this invisible rainbow, as it's been called, that's around us. There's all this, you know, these 
frequencies and wavelengths. And But before we get all into that, Justin, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here on the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. How are you today? Epic, Mark. Thanks for having me on. I love the name of your podcast. Thank you. Does, does it ring any bells? Does it relate? Does your family <laughs> think you're crazy with the, all the work you do? Just a few, then it's not just in the last decade with EMF. It goes way before that on the gluten-free side. I think I was the first guy to peel a sandwich like a banana because I didn't want to eat the bread. <laughs> right on. Yeah, gluten, that's where we're different. Gluten and I definitely get along, but I don't know how long that'll last. Maybe we could talk about that because I know gluten can wear on people and it's definitely not healthy. But when did this all begin for you? Obviously, I'm going to assume you're an athlete. I was an athlete for the formative years of my life. I was the captain of my wrestling team, among other captains and a martial artist for several years after that. But where does this begin? I mean, just judging by vibes, I'm going to say you're a surfer, but that I could be totally wrong. You have total surfer vibes. But then again, I'm on the East Coast, so I don't see many surfers. So don't take that as an insult. No, it's a compliment. <laughs> I resemble that as well. So I'm a huge waterman and surfer and started as a tennis player and got hurt. I went to SC to play tennis and got hurt and couldn't play. So literally wanted to figure out how to help people optimize their performance, get to where they wanted to go and found athleticism started out of Scripps clinic in La Jolla 25 years ago. We're in our 25th year of business. And then we've looked at nerve work for sports performance and tree concussions and rolled out curated health products. And the big one that I know we're going to dive into today are the grounding bags. So we look to nature to help protect us from all the EMF stuff. Cause I literally saw an athlete with wearable technology and his whole arm went weak. And the second we got the radiation off his wrist started feeling better. So that's what, that's where we got us here today. Wow. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, obviously EMFs are something that people have heard about. People are familiar that these devices we're surrounding ourselves with are possibly, potentially hurting us, harming us in short periods or even long periods of time. How did you, I mean, so this athlete had a experience of less performance than he was used to because of what an iWatch, an Apple watch type of device. And then yeah. that was what piqued the thought or the question, is this happening in other places? Right. I mean, take me through that where you recognize that EMFs could possibly be contributing to, I guess, weakened performance in an athlete. Yeah. It goes back to even before finding that one athlete, I felt it. I was the last guy to get a cell phone. I could feel even on a corded phone. If I talked to a girlfriend for too long, my head would start to ache. Even in college, I had a transformer from a power line. So those big boxes right on the other side of my wall. And I was sick all year and just, it was lots of experiences. The next one was I took an internship and got stuck around a copy machine for weeks on end. So I'd pull the paper off the x-ray machine and my fingertips would burn. And so now I have nerve pain when I touch a touch screen because of 
the ionized radiation from the x-ray machine and working at it, pulling paper off of it. And so I put all these together, feel it myself. And, but with this athlete in particular, about a decade ago, he walks in strongest endurance athlete and say, Hey, Justin, my arms just weak and in pain. And I'm like, where's it in pain? He's right at my wrist and he's wearing a smartwatch. I'm like, okay, well, let's take the watch off. And the pain went right away. And so I said, well, that's radiation. And I couldn't really explain it much more than that at that time. And his arm started, we got the functionality back just really quickly because we got the stressor off of his environment, out of his environment, off of his body. And so literally the past decade, I've been looking for the reason why we're so different than man-made electricity and how are we made and what's the difference and then how do we heal? Yeah. Yeah. It's really fascinating. As you mentioned the anecdote about sleeping on the other side of a transformer, I sort of visualized my childhood home and I thought, I think the connection from the transformer to the house was right next to my bedroom. I don't know if that would have done the same as having a transformer there, or even if that little device is a transformer, I'm clearly not an electrician, but it's just amazing how many hazards there are around us. Now, obviously this might be something you've heard before, especially from athletes. They tend to be certain mindset. I mean, have you heard the thought, oh, well, you're just sensitive, Justin. Me, this stuff, I don't feel any sort of effects from interacting with technology. So it must not be affecting me. I mean, obviously this can't be true, right? Are are certain people just more sensitive to these sorts of frequencies than others? Definitely. RH negative blood types have been tested to be more resilient towards it. So I'm positive. So I'm finding more sensitivity. I think people that have more exposure early on or have gotten inundated with it have higher levels of toxicity in their energy field. You can carry this stuff in your energy field. And so, and then also collect it in your body. So if you're working around and you're carrying six volts when we should be carrying one and a half in our system, you're going to be at some point break down from this. So definitely, and some people are just more in tune with energy and have that gift. I prefer to call it a gift versus a sensitivity, even though you have that gift of awareness and you are you're really in tune with your body and with energies around you. That's a gift. And if we're ultra sensitive to it, meaning you get sick a lot, that means you're really toxic with that. And we have to clear that toxicity out of your biofield and out of your body. And you could do it with our grounding bags and then you can do the body with supplements and it's a really simple process to flush. So that's what, yeah, I, that's the nature to it, but people, and then you go into the emotional, mental, emotional side, Mark, where some people just get scared really easy and they're like, Oh my God, EMFs. And Oh, there's a cell tower. And I got tricked. I mean, I was metering a house actually it was in a office building in Newport beach and they, it was right adjacent to an entire parking structure where the whole thing was a massive faux walls with cell towers on it. And these guys had it amped up like levels I'd never seen before. 
And we walked into the office and everyone got a headache. We walked up on the roof of the parking structure and everyone ran off of it within 10 seconds going, this is like nuking us. It was crazy. So after that, I was just like, oh man, we're getting inundated. This is going to be scary. And so I had to do an emotional clearing to clear that, the fear out of the EMFs. And so we can get tricked on this stuff. So today I want to make sure everyone doesn't get tricked and buy into the fear factor because there's this thing called physics where we can convert a one directional waveform into something that's unpolarized. And that's what mother nature has done for us. And a lot of people can do it on their own without knowing it and have a really strong life force and they're not full of heavy metals and they're not getting charged as much as other people. So they're more resilient, but net and net, you can definitely do it and be able to coexist with this stuff. Yeah. It's, I think imperative to recognize the mind, body, soul connection and what she just described with that fear response. I imagine over time, if somebody associates such a strong sort of symbol with anything, EMF or anything, you can provoke a negative physiological effect, even through seemingly something that's just a conscious phenomena, the simple observance of an effect. So are you suggesting that through our own mental power and the ability to take control or take authority, ownership over our emotions and sort of balance them to the best of our ability, that will put us in a position to then have the ability to polarize against these harmful frequencies. Am I sort of, am I on the right ball there? Yeah, I do feel that way. Shaolin monks really aren't affected by this stuff. And I've talked to them. I said, hey, what do you think of the towers? They're like, oh, we're surrounded by them. They don't bother us at all. But they're practice all day and do breath work and meditation. And they've built their life force up so strong that they can just intuitively convert something that's going to affect them. And it doesn't really bother them as much as we don't sit around all day and meditate and breathe. We're out hustling and working and then have family. And there's a lot of stuff going on in, in what we would call somewhat of most people's lifestyles here, especially in urban areas. So it's definitely can be done. I think people can do it on their own. Some of the more resilient guys, it's like, oh, you just you're just bullish and your life force is so strong. You're doing it without those guys are doing it without even knowing it. And, but Ned, you can definitely convert it and you got to establish the protocols in addition to it of health and the pillars for grounding to help support you to be able to do it. Right now, knowing what you know and researching this stuff, I mean, this obviously isn't information exclusively for athletes. This applies to everybody. We all want to live a healthy life. But have you ever questioned whether or not the power companies, this sort of monopoly that is in localized to some extent, but it is a monopoly, right? I mean, they, these companies have a sort of, there's no free market involved with these power companies. Do you think 
there's something insidious about the way our society is set up. I mean, clearly there's a, a lack of concern in certain parts of the government as far as the homelessness crisis, starvation, people having lack of access to clean food and water. So, I mean, when it comes to electricity, it's adding insult to injury in some places, whereas others, they might have the illusion of, oh, we're healthy and safe. Let's say, for example, the suburbs. But really, they're ultimately being cooked in this outdoor microwave. I mean, do you think that these hospitals, which themselves are awash with all these frequencies and devices giving off EMF, I mean, do you think there's a part in them that says, yeah, don't let people know about electricity's harmful effects. We're making so much money off of healing them when they're sick. And I mean, healing is a stretch to use that word. So <laughs> definitely. I know there's got to be some subconscious awareness of all the invisible stressors. I think when you get into a hospital setting, their intent is to follow the Western medicine world of healing and there's just a lot of electricity involved in that. And that might not be the best to it. So, but I, most organizations aren't really going to recognize that because they have case studies and just years of proven that they can cut someone open and put them back together. And they're the highest on the food chain. Well, that's not always the true. They're great in a lot of different ways and emergency situations with skincare and, and there's a lot of other you know, great aspects of Western medicine. So I think intense there, but I think a lot of it is really unlearning what they've been conditioned to learn. And a lot of those organizations, especially the Western med side has been educated from a industry that sells drugs as health. And so they don't know any better, but even whether you go into any industry, agriculture, they're modifying food and spraying with chemicals and glyphosate. And to think that they need to grow more food or kill bugs to make a healthier crop. I mean, it's so far from the truth. And then you go into telecom, oh, 5G is the next greatest thing. Well, it's not. It's really zapping us and caused the, the most recent pandemic. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But Across the board, every industry, even the auto industry now, they're jumping into electric cars as the next greatest thing. Well, how do you reduce the usage of a grid you want to reduce the usage on and then add something where you have to use it and not only use it, but use it a lot and have everyone drive an electric car and have solar in their homes? Like They're still using the grid to use solar in homes. You're definitely using the grid to use an electric car. So it's not a net zero in any way, shape or form. It's upping the usage on the grid, which we don't even have infrastructure for and never will for an electric car. So we've been tricked in a lot of different industries. So it's not too far fetched to say that these guys are all in it for their own profit and not for our health. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I may be cynical, but it does feel like they're creating a sort of uh, perfect disaster where you, they get you on one side or they get you on the other or they get you when it's too late or they get you when you're dead, right? And I think that's sort of, I mean, I have a feeling we're in agreement based on what you just insinuated with the whole pandemic, if we can call it that, because earlier, as you're describing allopathic medicine's shortcomings, 
it dawned on me and it should dawn on any student of history that these two industries sort of grew together. And there was a time when electricity was considered a tool for healing, right? There were all sorts of displays of this. I mean, Tesla famously put his hand on his alternating current and just shot a lightning bolt out of his other hand. And people would go to the doctor to receive a jolt to heal themselves from a, a number of different ailments. And it was considered like a hip, trendy thing to do for a time, maybe like a revolutionary thing. And it seems like all of that information has been swept under the rug. And I'm wondering, do you think they recognized the dangerous potential with electricity when they were experimenting with it in the turn of the 19th century, 18th, turn of the 20th century, excuse me, when they were sort of experimenting with this and seeing the viability of electricity in a health situation? I mean, they obviously could learn what frequencies are damaging and what frequencies are potentially curing, if that even was a possibility. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is a loaded topic here. And I feel like Hertz died really young. So obviously, if you're around it a lot, you're not going to have a long lifespan. But then there are so much good out of electricity and where you can have sound frequencies come out and the Rife-esque machines and I recently even bought a TENS unit. Basically, it has AC with a returning DC current, and it's been really helpful for people that are stuck. And if they're older and their fascia is really dehydrated, I used it on my back last week and had incredible results. So there's ways where you can use it and not abuse it. And then we go into this whole like, oh, let's market an electric car. Well, that's not a great idea because that's 18% lower testosterone. You're using coal, cadmium, all these precious minerals to mine it. You're putting a huge strain on the grid as we spoke of, and then doesn't get more fuel efficient when you're driving, especially in cold conditions, they can control it and shut it down at any time. You're leaving your landfills with acid, with dead batteries. I mean, I could write a dissertation on this thing, Mark, on electric car. It, it makes zero sense whatsoever. But there are modalities where it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, it's great to turn on a light when you can't see at night, but we have to have that wiring grounded and have the infrastructure proper and not get into an Aaron Brockovich situation, which neighborhoods in Newport Beach have a lot of, and those are wealthy areas. So you can imagine all different areas will have their own challenges with it. So I think at the end of the day, we got to really understand that the difference between the two and start to make sure we're doing the right, taking the right steps to ground our stuff, to make sure that we have close, uh, safe proximity, not too close a proximity to it. And when we're using it, we use it, make your money, make your living, provide for your family, and then shut that stuff off and keep it away from you and establish these pro protocols. And at night, get the resonance of your home as close as you can to nature. And that's how we're going to be able to coexist with this. Right. And there are steps people can take to protect themselves from all of this and 
build their health so that they are eventually resilient, even if they, let's say, step out into the wilderness unprotected and astray frequency comes and smacks them across the face, you're going to have some resiliency as opposed to maybe what are your thoughts on somebody who's in a situation where they're bombarded, right? Let's say you live in Brooklyn. Let's say you live in uh, whatever neighborhood in San Francisco or LA, right? I mean, if you're living in one of these environments, is your main prerogative, if this is your concern, to leave where you live? I mean, could you could you live in a place like that and take steps to build your resiliency from this type of radiation? Yes, definitely. I, I feel there is still an urban opportunity for people to coexist. You just have to really do the aforementioned, make sure your home's a healthy home, and then load up on grounding bags for your home. And then outside your home, do what's free and get out in nature. So as long as you can maintain the pillars of health, which are grounding, breathing, praying, exercising, sweating, smiling, laughing, and eating clean food, drinking clean structured water, and owning your power, sweating, all these different components to health, that's when you're going to be able to coexist with this stuff. But you definitely don't want to have a tower right outside your window and think that you're going to be able to sustain there for more than a few years. There's too much. We've seen too much breakdown, at least I have personally, in 10 years. All the different symptoms of EMF, I'm happy to get into them, but every single one of them, including cancer, suicide, diabetes, Alzheimer's disease, cardiovascular disease, and lack of fertility, I've seen clinically in the last decade. Right, and let's get into that because you earlier you mentioned how the pandemic, the COVID situation was spurred by 5G. This was something that a lot of us were thinking. I remember before the pandemic, I spoke with a, well, actually, let me mis correct myself. It was the first few months of the pandemic, okay? And I was speaking with a girl I had met on Tinder or whatever. This is before my current girlfriend, obviously. And she told me, yeah, she worked for AT&T and she said that, oh, right now, since all the kids are not in school, we're on double time filling these schools up with the next updated system, right? And I was like, well, are those systems working on the 5G network? And she's, of course. So there was this concerted effort to put those out. And then we have children being brought back into school. And obviously... This set the table for the media to then say, oh, well, all the problems you're experiencing are because of this Wuhan flu. So go and get your booster and three times and all that good stuff when really there was more sinister truth afoot. So, I mean, am I on the ball there? Is that essentially what happened? They sort of gamed our perception and made us think that something else was going on when it was actually 5G? Yes, Mark. Unfortunately, that was what happened. They rolled out levels that we never seen before and boosted infrastructures and kept adding and notching it up. And yeah, you know, these kids don't have any protection. Yeah. And then you're going to church and you're going to call to God and in the bell tower, 
they have a cell tower <laughs> and right. it's hidden. I mean, it's literally just awful and evil, I feel, in a lot of ways. So, yeah, it, that's exactly what they did, and they're shameless about it. And that grid is an, called an Internet of Things, and they want to have this grid where they're, it's all interconnected, and they have bandwidth that they can interconnect. So they can connect from the cell tower to your cell phone, to your smart meter, to the Wi-Fi in your home, to all the Alexas and S and AC units, and then connect those to the satellites beaming phased array laser beams and have MW technology on people's homes without due process. And those are receivers and transmitters. And so we're getting ourselves into, and we're already deep into it, a decade or more, I would say probably almost two decades into being behind on the surveillance marketing efforts that they've done and now this new radiation is just wow i mean you can't go anywhere without seeing some sign of something broadcasting or receiving an emf signal so you drive by a house look at that meter on the outside of the house that's a mini cell tower of a smart meter on someone's home and there might be a head of a kid's bed on the other side of that and if that's the case they're going to see their teeth grinding, they're going to see seizures, they're going to see autoimmune and diabetes and suicide. I mean, I've seen that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, geez, there's another indication that I might have been a victim to that at some point in my life. I mean, teeth grinding is how I ended up with all these cavities and I had no idea. I thought I was just, I just had a bad diet, which I mean, wasn't exactly inaccurate. I didn't have the best diet, but I mean, at the level of like tooth decay that I experienced in my teenage years, it was like astounding. And it really, I'm grateful for it in a way because it really changed how I saw health and what I was eating. And I totally integrated foods into my diet that I normally wouldn't have eat it, eaten. And now I'm in a better position health-wise. You can't regrow teeth. I've heard rumors that is possible, but I don't know that I'd be able to do that in an oversaturated EMF environment, right? I mean, this is something that can only occur when the body is in better than balance, right? We want to get to a place where we're striving and achieving feats that haven't been medically recorded yet. I mean, this, this is the type of stuff that got me interested in all this because when I was younger and I was a wrestler and I was a martial artist and my some of my friends were smoking pot and other friends were like, no, we don't smoke pot, but we drink. And I would see things that didn't really add up. Like, why is the government telling us, no, no, don't smoke pot at all. It's terrible. It's awful for you. And then my coach is also, no, don't smoke pot. You're going to become a lazy athlete. But then I smoked weed trained and I reached a level of training that was beyond what I could do sober because I had a focus that was really, I mean, it was obviously a performance enhancing situation, but that was when my mind clicked, oh, what else are they lying to us about when it comes to my body <laughs> and what I can achieve? And I don't know if you're familiar with Stan Lee, that show that he put together where he'd go around and it's kind of like Ripley's Believe It or Not, same concept where they would go around and look for people who are like actual superhumans. They could perform superhuman feats. And it just got my mind jogging like the average 
person has no concept that any of this is possible because we're bombarded our whole lives with this message that, oh, you're weak and it's all about survival and everything's trying to kill you and you're always on your escalator to death. So just try to enjoy it while you're still here. And I feel like a guy like you don't resonate on that sort of humdrum philosophy that's so sickeningly common, unfortunately. I, I feel like you see the world in a different way where amazing things are possible and can be accomplished. And so I guess my question to, to serve this back over to you is when you started living in this way, what were some of the positive side effects? I mean, this is something you've seen other people do for themselves as well. So what are some of the testimonials that you've gathered over the years of helping people? Right. Well, going back to speaking for myself and my health, when I changed my intake and unclogged my body, which I was allergic to wheat, not saying it's bad, the chemicals that they use to grow a lot of it are challenging, but we need grains in our system, but my body just didn't assimilate it. So once I unclogged my system, started to feel better and better and heal and lost baby fat that I was holding on to. God, you, you just start to see what I see muscle and fascia hydrated better, more performance, better cognitive, less brain fog, less fatigue. And I always had boundless energy. Literally, I could just go all day. And I'd go to bed early, but I'd wake up super early and then just go all day. And so just to optimize that at a whole nother level, then tapping into abundance vibration, that's later on in life with career and generating revenue and providing for family, you just, you can do it so much easier. So, and if I would have known all this stuff when I was younger, I could have been able to play at the level I wanted to play at. I could have been able then Djokovic talks about in his book, like he got to a certain place and then he stopped. And then until he got cleaned some stuff out of his intake, mainly wheat, then he became number one in the world, which is crazy. So if you're in a culture where something that you're allergic to is the main staple food or a staple in the environment, it's a stressor on your body. You got to clear it out and just unlearn and relook at what allows your body to thrive optimally? So that's what I had to do. And then when you see it with clients, I mean, client-wise, we've seen unbelievable success stories with our grounding bags where people are sleeping, they never slept, they're healing, they're getting lucid dreams, they're, they don't have the ringing in the ears, the migraines, the challenges with all the EMFs that go along. They can actually get on an airplane and not get zapped after, not get sick after. So, that, I mean, the list goes on and on with the benefits from clearing EMF and getting grounded. I can attest to the grounding bags. Like I told you in the beginning of our conversation here, I have them or one of them situated on the sort of head side of our bed. And I'm the kind of guy who falls asleep with headphones on, most of the time wired. Sometimes I do my Bluetooth, but I put these like little pieces of Faraday fabric 
on the inside of both of the headphone ear things so that any Bluetooth is only going that way instead of cool. into my brain as far as where the, the components of the device are. So I recommend people buy that fabric and just start playing with it if they can. But if they prefer, I mean, you have these really cool bags that you put, you can put your phone in while you're sleeping. But that's aside from why I brought that up. I've noticed as a pothead, a lot of potheads say they can't dream. I've had more dreams, more, I guess, retention of my memory of dreams since sleeping with this EMF bag, these rocks in a bag. That sounds crazy. If people are like, you, you put a bag of rocks in your bed, I've never once noticed them. They're comfortable. It's something that's just tucked under behind the bed and it does its magic. Now, I wonder, is there like a radius with these bags? Would you recommend people put them within a certain distance of maybe their router or their television if they have a smart television or is it better to put it closer to where you're sitting the most would you want it on the couch as opposed to next to the tv if you're going to be sitting on the couch and you might be exposed to frequencies right what are the kind of physical suggestions you have for the use of these bags definitely mark you want to have one on your bed at the head of the bed either on or under in it under it if you can't put it under lean it against the side of the bed at the head of the bed You'll sleep three to 50% better. Dr. Rodney White, he actually slept better. His doctor did a third party independent test and his deep sleep went from 45 minutes to hundred minutes for two months straight. Wow. That's not anecdotal. That's a doctor doing a third party test on his own for two months. They don't do two month studies. So pretty crazy to see that go down. And then you can do it on your, put one on your desk or underneath the desk, lean it against the leg of the desk, car seat as well, five together, clear 2000 square feet. So seven, you need seven together if you have solar on your homes, cause they haven't figured out how to ground out solar. And then you also want seven if you drive an electric car, especially Tesla, cause sitting on that massive battery is not great for our health. So oh, those yeah. are some of the protocols. So it, to go back, I want to mention one thing real quick on why you're experiencing these lucid dreams. Your brainwave state when it sleeps, Mark, is one or below one to eight hertz or waves per second. So it's a really low and slow brainwave state. And that's one with the Schumann resonance, which is about, the it's called the healing pulse of the earth. It's the pulse of the resonance of the earth. It's known to be about 7.83 hertz or waves per second. So we sleep and recover almost one with the earth. So when we could bring that resonance and get our brain into that state, you're going to have deeper, more lucid dreams. The challenge and the reason we don't get there, and it's not as much from you know, smoking or what have you, it's more about the environmental stressor of a millimeter wave broadcasting. And your brain tries to figure out what's pinging it. So it, it's like, hey, what's pinging me at you know, 2.45 billion waves per second, 5G 60 to 90 billion waves per second. So your brain's, what is that? Maybe you wake up, go to the bathroom, and then you can't get back into that deep restorative sleep. So you go into a twilight sleep because your brain's trying to figure out what that bandwidth is, and you never get that deep lucid sleep and dream state sleep. And so that's where our grounding bags, and that's the reason why they're so helpful. Wow. Wow. It's, I mean, it's like 
jamming the signals in the brain. Like our brains have not. <laughs> like that's well said. Yeah. I mean, we're, our brains have not been exposed to anything like this, at least in an organic natural circumstance. Right. I mean, uh, until these devices were invented, we weren't exposed to anything like this. Is that true? I mean, are there anything in the natural environment that can create something like this? No, right? So this is a completely unaccounted for hazard, so to speak, on a biological level. Yeah, it's new. Well, this bandwidth is new. So if we go back to the book, The Invisible Rainbow mm. by Arthur Furstenberg, we talked about it when he booked me on Sam Tripoli's podcast and the invisible rainbow categorized the history of electricity and life. And it's the history of electricity and life. And it goes back to 1889, turn of the century there, when we first introduced electricity into our homes. Before that, they called the flu the flu because it would fly in and fly out with solar flares. But not until we put electricity into our homes was cancer here to say all these other challenge diabetes started increasing everything's really ratcheted up on the spectrum on the bar graph if you will and then 1918 was the spanish flu and so a lot of guys would say oh they put out the shots for the war and the vaccines and that caused everyone to get sick well or some, they don't know what caused it, but there were shots going on there. But I look at that and go, why was why were there symptoms, Mark? The same us upper respiratory symptoms when we rolled out radio waves as we did with 5G. Pretty crazy. So right. that just that alone, I'm just going, wait a second here. This is wild. Well, and, and then satellites and then World War II, the, there, the Hong Kong flu, and then World War II, we rolled out radar. And so literally he categorizes history in this timeline and directly correlates these with increased shifts in our electromagnetic blanket of an atmosphere. And before that, you're right, it was just cosmic shifts. So our bodies will still adapt. Our REN patterns will be tainted when there is a solar flare or an atmospheric pressure shift. Like there's literally electromagnetic would be one of the categories on a flow chart to heal where our bodies will adapt from natural cosmic shifts. And then when we go into the one directional man-made ones, it's going to do the same thing, but it's going to be a lot worse. And so that's what we've seen over history. So people think that radio waves have been with us forever and they're not bad. Well, a lot of people got sick when we rolled them out for the first time and anyone living near a radio station broadcasting, it's a cluster for cancer. A lot of people get sick where they broadcast and receive radio stations from. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so many things are a lot clearer. And I wonder, given the human body's amazing ability to adapt and overcome and build resilience to things, do you think there's any part of this ever present they, I mean, the people who approved the building of this electrical grid, do you think in their minds, they're thinking, okay, well, we're bettering the human species in this godlike way, because with our electricity, not only do we give them light, but we're going to create a, a genetically superior or superior being in the end of this sort of process. I mean, do you think that it has any 
upside, I guess, or is it all detrimental? I mean, obviously, this is something that will either be corrected or it will correct itself, right? Do you think it works that way? Yeah, I mean, in the long term, stuff will change. Right now, I don't, I mean, right now, this is a, this is something that it's an industries for profit. They're profit, profiteering off of. They want to track and contribute trace and control populations and decrease population numbers. And you're looking at a lot of these different industries monetizing through these processes. So if it's telecom, they want to roll it out to track and trace. I mean, there's no electricity in a third world nation. So why do they need 5G blasting down on them or in their city? They just don't. A lot of third worlds, you go to, I go to Mexico a lot and surf. There's no electricity in these homes. They just, they don't have it. They're pop, it's poverty ridden areas. So same with deserts or mountains or oceans and forests. They don't have electricity. They don't need 5G zapping down on them and 6G and radiation. It's just really disru- disrupting our environment. So who knows? I mean, if there's an ulterior motive for killing everyone, I mean, I want to think that there's not in a lot of ways, but it's hard not to go there when these industries are profiting at all costs. And I'm a capitalist. I like being in a free capitalist society, but we can't do it at all costs. And unfortunately, a lot of the major industries and every major industry does. And so that's where they get a bad name. And so we just got to scale them back a little bit and go, hey, guys, 5G is (laughs) enough. We got to stop here. And then let's scale that back even more and not put it on schools and churches and in homes and have proximity awarenesses to this stuff and not load in routers and throw it in people's bedrooms and then not have 5G phones. We're already connected. We don't need to be faster. We're already super fast. I can already get a signal on my 4G phone in a split second or passcode to enter a bank or what have you. We don't need to go any faster. It's a marketing thing. They're like, oh, it's faster, but it's really these marketing. So, and they're marketing with the FC to say, hey, we need more and pay us more. And then we're going to get more users. So, and then they're getting more surveillance marketing. So they make more money because they can sell more products. It's a marketing deal. It's a monetary money maker. No one cares about our health except for guys like you and me that are out there going, hey, you guys got to look at this stuff. We want you to sleep and we want you to heal and we want you to perform at your best and we want you to procreate. I mean, that's, that, that is the most joy you can have is seeing a child born. Like it's insane. So anyone who hasn't done it, <laughs> you're going to be the happiest person on the planet when you can be a part of that. So it's that much of a miracle. And so miracles happen every day. So I want to put the doom and gloom aside and say, hey, look, there's so much positive about where we are now. Let's start to raise the level of consciousness and elevate people up to our consciousness so that they start making cleaner energy so it's not affecting us. There's no reason a a front dashboard of a new car should be 70 milligoss and have a Wi-Fi router in it. That's just ridiculous. And I, and turn off the Wi-Fi and 
will dummy down the electricity. You don't need 14 computers in a car, like literally just get the engine working. I mean, I challenge an auto industry to come out with an EMF free car. Now, literally right. come out without all the computers and technology and not a dashboard. That's a bigger screen than my computer screen. Yeah. Yeah, it's astounding. I mean, I I notice it more and more all the time. Meanwhile, I'm driving a Chevy that was built in the 90s and I'm barely keeping it running, but I cherish it. And it's funny, you mentioned Tesla before and they have this new truck, which I was watching a video on how it was constructed, the design, why it's so genius, so to speak. And they have a entire floor, okay, literally where the chassis is all batteries, okay? And then the entire truck is made out of aluminum. So you're in this Faraday box with a however many volts underneath you. It's just a recipe for disaster. And I I get I agree with you. I don't want to sit here and wax on the doom and the gloom, but I can see where it's not about progress. It's about making the bottom line, pushing the bottom line, making more money for these select few people. So I guess maybe to turn this into a question, what do you say to people who go, well, Justin, people in the third world, they're dying all the time. They're in such bad conditions. Here in the Western world, in the modern world, we have all of these benefits and we're healthier and we live longer and we have all this access to food when we need it. I mean, what what say to them? Because I feel like a lot of people, they maybe have the misconception that, oh, we're at this peak of progress here at this current state of things. Maybe that's a naive take, obviously, but I feel like that's a common mindset for people today. Yeah, I've traveled a lot around the world, been to many different countries, and I really, I mean, I've been into some poverty-ridden areas, and yeah, there's people that struggle, have some challenges putting a big, warm, healthy food on the table. But I think everything you just said is a misconception and it's a marketing propaganda. I don't see people that look like they're starving malnutrition like anywhere. I've been to Indonesia and Fiji and Mexico and a lot of different places where you would think that on a remote island in the middle of nowhere, they would be having trouble. Well, yeah, they don't make a lot of money. It'd be considered poverty on the money scale, but they're thriving. So again, unlearn is probably my favorite word. It's great podcast as well. That's the whole game. We got to unlearn what we've been told. We're not making enough food for people to eat. We're eating too much fake food. Right. And we're eating too much sugar. So we just keep eating more and more sugar. And that throws us into diabetes when you can get some MCT oil Take a teaspoon in the morning, you won't eat till dinner time, and then you have a healthy meal. Right. You don't need to eat all day long, literally. And you have plant oil as your fuel. So we that's why we rolled out lean oil and it helps buffer insulin. So guys that are having challenges with normalizing their metabolism, weight-wise or diabetes-wise, or what have you, that's a great go-to method. And The EMF side of things, let me jump to EMF. We had a diabetic that flew for the first time with her mom tracking 
the childhood diabetes and blood sugar glucose levels spike 200 points when everyone turn on their Wi-Fi. Kid gets a bloody nose. And then halfway through the flight, they were flying across the country. And then on the tail end of the flight, half the people woke up and turned their Wi-Fi back on. And the bloody nose came back and the blood sugar went up 100 points. So we know that being inside an encapsule, like a car, like you mentioned, or an airplane with however many people with all these devices, it's going to mess with your metabolism. So there's just so much there, Mark, to to unravel. Oh, so much. Yeah. I mean, as I said earlier, I tried to take steps to eat a clean diet. I mean, it's not perfect. I'm not in a food desert, but you know, in my immediate surroundings, if I'm in a rush, there's not exactly the most options, right? But I've been drinking this stupid water lately, Liquid Death. Hopefully they sponsor the podcast because I'm giving them this shout out. But I switched to it because I thought, well, maybe aluminum's better than plastic, at least for the environment, maybe not for my body. I'm not sure. You mentioned structured water before, and we're all 70 to 80% water ourselves. How does electricity affect us as water beings? I mean, does drinking structured water help us maybe become more resilient to certain frequencies? I mean, I know there's something to do with the alkalinity, the acidity of water as well. Batteries have acid in them. I would imagine that would mean that acidic water would carry a charge better than alkaline water. I'm just supposing here, but help me out. What do you recommend people consider when they reevaluate their water intake? I like structured water because you go through a Fibonacci sequence of a spiraling sequence and your body absorbs it so much better. So you can add in, so I do distilled water and mostly or mountain spring, and then I'll add in minerals and I'll put it through a structured water device. And so it's structured and it's shaped like a honeycomb essentially is what it ends up doing. And that's where the graphene oxide in the shots that has really hurt people because they made it shaped like a honeycomb shape. And so the body thought it was structured water and it grabbed onto it and it jacked a lot of people up and it's continuing to. So, but the structured water and is the key for hydrating your system and your fascia and going back to, well, we're 70, 80%. Well, we used to be like 80, 85%. If you do a 5% decrease in the hydration of your body, That's a lot. Like, how do we keep dropping on the percentage of water in our body? And I feel it's a lot from the chemtrails and the aerosol spraying and the barium, aluminum, strontium, especially the barium that's in the aerosol spray. It's dehydrating our fascia. So we're seeing an epidemic of dehydration. And that kind of gets to the answering your question. Our environment's being dehydrated from the millimeter waves as Ibrahim Kareem, the founder of biogeometry will state, we are dehydrating our environment. And if there's any change in the temperatures, that's not normal. It's from EMFs, not from fossil fuels is what he'll say. And I agree with that. And then when we're destructuring our or when we're dehydrating our body and having barium, like being dropped on us since I was a kid, like this stuff, 
they've been dropping. Now they're dropping herbicides on us. Like it's crazy what's in the air that they're spraying. I can't even walk into the bathroom when my wife and daughter spray hairspray in their hair. And we have planes going across the skies all day long, dropping stuff. I mean, this stuff messes with our environment. It's it's dehydrating our environment and our body as well because of the barium. So the way to replenish that is through silica. So we got to get silica. You can go to Alphavetic, A-L-F-A-V-E-D-I-C, get, go get their cell salts section, get silica in a homeopathic palate. While you're there, get the cell salt for your birth date. And you'll start to keep those minerals in that hydration level of the of your body that it's requiring because we need silica for your fascia to stay hydrated and then you're going to be able to perform. Wonderful. Yeah. And we've talked about the grounding bags. There's a couple different options for the grounding bags, different sizes and the Faraday bags as well. As I mentioned before, a, a nice pouch that you can put your phone in, right? And maybe this is a good device to have with you a tool to have with you if you're taking your devices somewhere like camping right you want to go out and experience nature yet you have this phone on you for emergencies well throw it in a faraday bag and just let it be gone to the world you don't have service out there anyways don't uh, allow for any potential radiation or poisoning i mean this is something that we really need to start to take hold take charge of (laughs) no pun intended and earn our health back from these folks who want to just make money off of our illness. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, it seems like if you're not a young man between the ages of 18 and 24 and on a professional sports team, they can care less how healthy you are in this country, right? I mean, that, that seems to be the case. And even those gentlemen are falling to heart attacks and other awful things with the whatever was in that shot they gave us all but when it comes to athleticism.com you just showed us some mct oil what do you have available there is there anything that people can pick up to start to earn back their health as we're talking about here yeah thanks see we'll go back to the fairy bags if you're camping your life of your battery gets overrun because it's looking for signals and then there's apps on it. Every app has a one to 12 tracking modalities on it. So it's tracking everything you're doing, sending it to AI to learn from you and surveillance market you. And so when you put it in a Faraday bag, it protects you from your phone and it saves the life of your battery. So your life, your battery will last so much longer. It drops the levels down to safe levels and it's fantastic for being able to have access to your phone, but throw it in there and then have the level at a safe level. And it may or may not ring inside there. Most of the new phones are ringing. So it's not a full blockout. It's only a $13 or $14.99 static bag. There are like full dark bags out there. They're hundreds of dollars, but this serves its purpose in a big way for exactly what you're saying. So we have all of our curated products on athleticism.com. Our MCT oil called lean oil that helps normalize your metabolism, gets you in that ketosis and helps with the intermittent fasting and you're burning fat as fuel. 
So you're not spiking and crashing on sugar. It would be like burning a fire with paper. Mm. This is burning a fire with a sustained log, which I love. And so throughout the day, you're not burning sugar or adrenals. You're actually burning proper fuel of fat, of plant fat. And then you get, get in your good proteins from meats if you want for dinner, which I like to do. And so we have MCT oils. We have all of our EMF protection products. We have, we have water structuring devices. We have, my wife has a company called Campo Beauty, C-A-M-P-O beauty.com. She has probably the most curated intoxicating scent stories of essential oils that anyone's ever seen and smelled. There are absolutely your next obsession. So she has peers for diffusers and then pulse point roll on. So if you want to get a splice of energy, you can do that with a, with amazing scent of neroli orange blossom. And then if you want to sleep, go to the lavender and the or sleep blend. I treat concussions with a crown headaches will go right away with that one. I mean, she has an immune, a love, it smells like a rose, like right off the vine. And so anyhow, just there's that we have a jump band for plyometrics, probably one of the best stocking stuffers you could find out there. The old Chinese jump rope, soft elastic. And the list goes on just so many fun curated health products and it's all on athleticism.com. Our book, my, both my books are on there and uh, yeah, it's a great resources to find. We have molecular hydrogen as well. And the list goes on and on. Wonderful. Well, this has been awesome, Justin. I mean, do you have any final thoughts? Obviously, people are going to be going to the links in the description to follow up and check out the grounding bags and pick up all of these different ways to really reinvigorate themselves because I, I feel like most people don't realize that they're at a deficit. Maybe they think, okay, well, I need to take some Tylenol or I need to go and see my doctor when really there is a state of health that can be achieved without any of that crap, right? We can do it ourselves, take ownership over your health and your life. What motivates you to keep up with this every day? It's a learning of what really how we interplay with our environment and our environment could kill us or it can allow us to thrive. And that's the like net of it. So how can it kill us? Well, shoot, you can radiate the crap out of us because we're one with it. And if you've broadcast a one directional wave, that's 10 zeros faster. It's going to chip away at our life force and literally destructure our water, uh, calcify our pineal gland. And it's an oxidative stress. And Eileen McCusick talks about it best in her book, electric body, electric health, where our body acts like a body battery. Just as you're saying, we get a negative ionic charge from the earth and pull the electrons. We get a positive charge from the sun and we breathe in minerals and we get it from our food, hopefully. And we drink this incredible water structured for conductivity with minerals in it. And that's how our body battery works. And it's really tough to heal or perform at optimal level when we're missing any one of those components and our bodies are decharged and we have all this stuck EMF in our biofield. So let's clear it out. We can do it with our bags and tap on it. That'll 10 X your energy, just tapping on a grounding bag, your eyes, your teeth, your thymus, your intestine areas are like the four weak links of the body. You can tap 
and cover each of those one at a time. And that'll recharge that. Those are like working with an athlete and having a weak link in their body. Those are the weak links for EMF. So there's ways we can do to recharge that body battery, but net net Mark, you got to get one with your environment, get outside, touch a tree, get grounded, have a picnic, hug a tree. If you want, climb one, climb rocks, jump into a body water. I am a surfer. I'm a waterman. I'm literally in the Pacific ocean in Laguna beach every day, every day. So when I'm in town and swimming, surfing, diving, Santa paddling, I'm barefoot walking the dog every day as well. So I'm doing my, putting my work in to recharge my battery. This is not something that you can just take lightly. It's one of the missed elements for health and it's free. Just mm. go outside and get that light, create a coherence with our environment. So at night, when it's time to sleep, put the blue light blockers on if you have screen time, hardwire your computer so you don't have a radiation right on you. If you're listening to something, download it and then listen to it, then you don't have the EMS. Hardwire the earbuds, it would be preferable. And then create the coherence with the grounding bags for sure. There's lots of different ways we can coexist with this stuff. Opt out of your smart meter, Josh Del Sol talks about it and Take Back Your Power, that great documentary movie. And the list goes on. You guys, I shut down my power in my bedroom at night completely and have a switch to override it. So when we're sleeping, there's no power in the bedrooms. There's a lot to unpack here. Start to look at your invisible environment and how you can get it one with nature because it's our nature to get grounded by nature. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. I can already think of a dozen ways that our houses are either harming us or helping heal us. Right. And everything from the flooring to what's in the walls, to the wires and all of the charges and frequencies flowing in and out. But uh, yeah, I can't agree with you more on the part of grounding, especially in the water up here in Connecticut, where I live, we got a spring fed lake that I was spending some time at and For a while, I was having trouble going to sleep. I would stay up 2, 3 a.m. But after I spent a few days going in the lake, grounding, just being barefoot and being in this beautiful environment, I got home right back to a normal sleep schedule. And since I've been waking up at 6, 7 in the morning, which is great for a podcaster who doesn't have a 9 to 5, because if I'm not careful, I could just slip into waking up at 2 p.m. So yeah, I am a student of this, and I'm really grateful to have had you here to talk about all this. I want to pick up the books and have you back on again in the future, and maybe even when I'm at that point where we're looking into getting a home I'm going to start from the ground up and make sure that we're safe and sound from all this stuff. So I'm going to need to talk to you and maybe get your consultation at that point in time. But anyways, Justin, this has been so great. I appreciate having you on the show and I hope folks follow up with you to take charge of their life because if not, these charges will get to you, all of the EMFs and Wi-Fis and all of it. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And to the folks listening, thank you for tuning in and immerse yourself in the moment wherever you are in the now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our conversation with Justin Franson. And 
I'm telling you folks, everything I told Justin was 100% true. I'm encouraging you right now, go into your phone as long as you're not driving or, you know, doing something that, you know, like mowing the lawn or whatever, you know, when you have a moment right now, pause the podcast or do it while I'm talking, go into the episode description and click the link and go and check out all the great stuff that Justin has available at emfrocks.com. It's amazing. EMFrocks.com. You get your deep sleep grounding bag. And if you use our affiliate code, I think you get a uh, percent off at checkout. I don't know what that is yet, so I won't say. But at the very least, get yourself a mini grounding bag. Try it out. Get yourself a Faraday bag so you can throw your phone in there and know that it's not going to be radiating you in your sleep okay come on what are you doing don't give yourself brain cancer don't be silly you know you keep your phone in your pocket all day you know you're listening to this with bluetooth okay the least you could do is take the faraday bag put your phone in it for the eight hours that you're asleep as soon as you take it out all your texts all your calls they'll all be there don't worry all your games, whatever, it's, it'll be there. And you can also get the grounding bag to ensure that you're not waking up in the middle of the night. Make sure that you're not grinding your teeth. All these different things that can happen when your body isn't at that perfect frequency that's needed for sleep. I mean, imagine what it was like back in the day before TVs and radio and telephones. Imagine how little people complained about getting a good night's sleep everybody got a good good night's sleep back in the day people they didn't need medicine they got a good night's sleep that was their medicine back in the day unfortunately now you know even if you're completely you know off the grid with your house and no electricity you got neighbors you got your phone possibly how else are you listening to this podcast if you don't at least have a phone so you, you're interacting with these frequencies. So hook yourself up, do your body right, get yourself the protection you need now before it's too late. Or you could be like me, you know, you might want to take some of these Faraday bags with you uh, when you're moving around. I like to keep my phone behind a Faraday bag when it's in my pocket so that I'm not radiating myself uh, wherever I'm at. So there you go, emfrocks.com. Be sure to use that affiliate code. Uh, And if there's a promo code, I'm going to talk to Justin. It's going to be crazy. So use that promo code C-R-A-Z-Y, crazy, at checkout. Hopefully you save some money. I don't know yet. I didn't ask Justin. I should have asked him. Silly me. But at least we got the code. So use the code. Use the link in the description. Use that link and pick it up through there help me out you'll help out the show you'll support the show by supporting yourself supporting your sleep supporting your health and protecting yourself from radiation so speaking of support gotta give a big shout out to all of our patron supporters who didn't lapse over the month now it's august welcome to the new month and i love all the patreon people they keep this show going if it wasn't for them i don't know where i'd be at with this podcast so if you want to see us reach that 250 patron goal well guess what you're in luck 
you have access to bonus content you have access to exclusive episodes that have never been aired on the main feed and you'll also help achieve our dreams of doing in-person interviews and i need some funds some overhead to do that so please sign up on the patreon if we have at least 250 patrons i'll be able to make that happen Uh, right now we're 100 away so you listening right now you are one of those 100 people sign up please i know you can do it there's thousands of people that listen to these episodes so i know at least 100 of you can afford five dollars a month and you get all this bonus content you'll support a show that i know you listen to three days a week you get three episodes a week how could you go wrong so i'll leave it at that use the links in the description to go to substack patreon or rockfin and support the show send us a one-time donation we've got a goal on ko-fi so i can upgrade some of my equipment get some new gear so that we can do those in-person interviews if you want we can make that happen just pick up one of the copies of the scene or send a one-time donation Uh, the links are in the description and that's all i'll say big shout out to our sponsor the hit kit the number one way to get lit i love the hit kit garrett just sent me some new hit kits one of them has a very cool uh, mountain design on it and another one has this like wizard druid looking dude holding a book open and in the center of the book there's a qr code and when i click the qr code I'm brought to the Cabalion at sacredtexts.com. So this is a conversation starter here, folks. I mean, you do this QR code on a friend's phone and they're going to walk away like, whoa, did I just meet a wise man? Did I just encounter a wandering guru? No, you just encountered a really cool dude with a hit kit. Come on now. Come on now. So use that promo code crazy at checkout. And get yourself a hit kit. The number one way to get lit. Keep your joints, your blunts, everything you're smoking on safe and sound right there next to your lighter. You know the deal. And that's it. Thanks, folks, for tuning in to this episode of the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast with Justin Franson. Please go to emfrocks.com. Click the link in the description to help me out, support the show, and support your sleep. Get some EMF rocks. All right. Until next time, I'll see you wherever you're at. Immerse yourself in the moment, wherever you are in the now. And I hope I see you at Sam Tripoli's show, August 12th in Broadbrook, Connecticut, or the 13th in New York City. Peace. Have you lost your fucking mind? Yeah. losing my mind here. Are you off your fucking meds or something? My family thinks I'm crazy. Oh, he's crazy. Doctor Dimensional. You're insane. Crazy. Listen. Are you crazy? Have you lost your mind? You are a crazy little man. Ha! My family thinks I'm fucking crazy. My life's so funny, bro. I'm eating DMT on toast with psychedelic honeycomb. Wow. Leave me the fuck alone or I'll flick you in your funny bone. Don't talk to me in a funny tone. I'm busy, I'm bringing the money home. I'm, busy. I'm using all these sacred words to paint these pictures. Don't brush me aside. You need to read these ancient scriptures. DMT and magic mushrooms, that's the greatest mixture. Fresh panani, pum pum juice, that's my sacred elixir. And if you're taking MDMA, my music will make you rush more. But I advise.
advise you not to do them drugs if you're unsure I got two kilos of Cali packs but I need much more We're just a bunch of fucking stoneheads, Mount Rushmore My stress is mounting up, that's why I'm always blazing weed And you can see me meditating underneath an ancient tree And every single thing I say is facts and it's not make-believe And I don't care if you believe me, just wait and see Kraken's going viral, I ain't talking about a virus Doing 100k a day, that's a nice touch like Midas Everything I touch turns to gold or diamonds I deleted TikTok because my music's timeless Did you clock that I'm a goddess like a Cyrus? Why do you think I'm always right? It's cause I'm righteous In a past life I was Poseidon from Cyprus In another one I was a psychedelic pirate Evil entities are standing right beside us You got a virus in your brain like meningitis We got nanotech inside us And you got fungal spores on your skin like dermatitis If you're scared I advise you keep your eyes shut I'm immune to HIV and hepatitis Don't take my weakness for kindness Cause I will rip your head off And leave you fucking spineless My family thinks I'm fucking crazy My life's so funny bro I'm eating DMT on toast With psychedelic honeycomb Leave me the fuck alone Or we'll flick you in your funny bone Don't talk to me in a funny tone I'm busy, I'm bringing the money home I'm using all these sacred words To paint these pictures Don't brush me aside You need to read these ancient scriptures DMT and magic mushrooms That's the greatest mixture Fresh banani pum pum juice That's my sacred elixir